0: Hey everyone, it's your host Dream, and welcome back to the Backstage Talk June 2021 episode. I have an amazing episode with a very special guest planned for you today on finding your passion. Today you'll hear all about what a passion is, tips and tricks to find your passion, how to grow and understand your passion, the pros and cons that come with the work, and the struggles that come with acknowledging your passion. Stay tuned for an authentic, real, and absolutely amazing episode. Disclaimer, we are not physicians or medical professionals. The Backstage Talk podcast assumes no responsibility or liability for the completeness, accuracy, or reliability of this information. Any action you take upon the information in these episodes is strictly at your own risk. We will not be liable for any losses and damages in connection with the use of our podcast. The content we share in our episodes are not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider for help and/or with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Today I have one of my closest and dearest friends, Miss Simone, on. Hello, hello. Talk about finding your passion yes. and Sim, if you want to give a quick little bio
1: about yourself. Yeah, sure. Um, Hi, my name is Simone. I'm 16. Uh, Some of my hobbies, I'm a diehard Raptors fan, thanks to my dad. Um, well else? I love Marvel. And I do art, and we might talk a little bit about that while we speak on finding or Your Passion. And I'm really excited to be here today.
0: So let's get into it. We're gonna do this episode in kind of a interview slash tips and tricks format today. Yes. That being said, I think the first question we obviously have to ask is, what is passion? What does passion mean?
1: Honestly, I feel like passion is very similar to love. It's something that is connected to you, something that you can't live without if you are passionate about something. Um, When people think of you or think of just who you are, that passion comes to light for them. And I just think passion also connects with purpose. It is something that drives you, gets you up in the morning, and it makes each day worth living, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I can agree with that one. Passion, it's something where you don't feel like it's work. It's just yeah. you love to do. Um, and for different people, that's different things.
0: So that can be art, sports, music. It's just really whatever makes you happy. That being said, on to our topic for today, finding your passion. Yes. And I guess the first thing is, when did you find your passion?
1: Uh, <laughs> good question. Um, people sometimes will ask me like, when did you start doing art? And I think that's a really good question when anybody has a passion for anything, when did you start? How did you start? And for me, it was like, like everybody else in kindergarten, just doing, you know, little things. And I started realizing that I liked it more than the average kid in middle school. And people started to recognize me as somebody who was artistic. And so when we had to do projects or we had to design something or make a poster people would call on me, and that's when I realized, hey, this is something that I actually enjoy doing. And I begin to put myself in a position where I can actually pursue that. Um, Each person has multiple passions that make up themselves. Um, I can relate to that so much. For me, mine was, I grew up in a family full of artists. Or, Mm -hmm. speak, like my dad makes clothes, my grandmother draws, it's just really artistic family, knitting and stuff. And my brother's really good at drawing too, but I grew up starting off sketchy like tracing images of cartoons that yep. I loved. Like yep. Beyblade. That's how everybody has to start. And I think I was eight years old when my brother asked me why I didn't just start drawing them. And I think it's weird for me because you're you grow up tracing things when all of a sudden you can just draw exactly. it. And then it's just like you can do you can draw anything at that point. So yeah. from there, I just really started like draw. I was into sketching initially a lot, and then I moved more into painting. And I can agree with the whole uh, putting yourself in a position where you're able to follow your passion. Mm-hmm. to that guys. Simone, Tim, and I are both artists. We both have our own art businesses. I guess it's empowering for me just to know that there's somebody my age, another black girl who loves art, who's doing it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not alone if I have questions, I know that I can come to you because I, you've been doing your business a little bit longer than I have, so it's just really great to know that there's somebody else. Yes, I can agree with that one. You're like my go-to with any questions regarding art. If I need advice on something, if I need to know if a product is good to use or not. <laughs> like, this is my girl, people. Yeah, yeah. So. For advice, for helping other people find their passion, what's some pieces or the first piece of advice you would give somebody? That is really good question and I'm gonna to have to steal from a friend of mine because um I, w- I remember I was just babbling on about you know when you're an artist or doing anything that's in the com- in a field that's unconventional and you want to pursue that you have to go pursuing that whether that's in school as a hustle or full-time you think of okay can I actually move on this is this actually possible and I was babbling on to a friend about it and he was like look you just have to try like you're going to beat yourself up if you don't try this. And for me, I get caught up a lot with the how, how am I going to do this? How is, what's the step-by-step process? But the, sim- the simple answer is you just have to try. Like me and Dream had already said, put yourself in a position to have to use that skill or to showcase that talent and to just be in your passion. And I think the road will pave itself once you've made that first step exactly and I think if you focus too much on the how you're gonna hold yourself back from chasing what you wanna do yeah you just have to accept it at a certain point in your life okay not everything I do is going to work out the way I want it to but how am I gonna know if it's gonna work out if I don't actually try and like you said art being unconventional like I can agree with that like let's be honest here art isn't that typical occupation that you think that most people think about as a career where it's like oh I can not me mm-hmm. i've had people tell me you know what sloan it's we love that you're getting optimistic but they'll get dumb basically like get realistic yeah like it's not it's not an easy an artist being an artist isn't an easy job either like mm. there are going to be times where you're not going to have any customers but- nothing nothing to post. something to do anything <laughs> like People are gonna think you quit because you don't have anything. Yo, I haven't posted on my art page in a while. I'm like, people, I'm not dead. I'm not dead. I promise, <laughs> I'm still here. I'm still doing this. It's just yes. And then, with I think with any business, there's a certain thing where it's like, people, some people who know you, they expect things for free, right? But mm-hmm. I think the part of having a small business is that is them acknowledging that you can't afford. To give stuff for free just because of the yeah. fact that you don't have it like that you're not that established mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't have that type the liberties <laughs> you don't have that yeah like, opportunity that grace to be able to do that so. i i totally get you on that and that also just goes hand in hand with supporting your friends and your businesses too
0: like guys sim drew me i asked her to draw me a cartoonish version of me for a future episode and she said she was going to do it for free. I was like, no, no, I know this. Oh, my goodness. No, it's not happening.
1: When when you approached me, I was just so happy that you were doing this and that that you thought of me. I'm like, yo, sis, I can do this for free. And you're like, no, I'm going to support you. And I think you kind of in that moment redefine what support is to me and separated encouragement from support. Encouragement is simply words. You can do this, you're doing so great. I love to love that. But support is an investment. Support is the action backing up the words that you that you say to someone. And so when you said, no, I'm going to pay, it was like, yeah, her coming to me, I, I thought you coming to me was the support, but really it was you allowing me to do this and you actually wanting to pay for it. That I think was the action of support. Ma'am, I... Honestly, like I can. The, the reason why is because yes, I know you're a small business, but I also, mm-hmm. relate, especially not just because I have my own business, but because I'm literally in the same position as you, yeah, more half or more than the t- less of the time, right? So I know mm-hmm. exactly how it feels to be having a small business and not and you, you want to say yes to the free, but you also know that you kind of need it, right? So- yeah flow because let's be honest our art stuff is not cheap (laughs) no no. I feel bad when I charge people like something that I couldn't afford my dad keeps telling me look you're the artist you have to consider your time you have to consider the actual material you have to consider everything they're the ones paying they came to you so if they leave because their price is too high let them leave maybe they need to get the money to come back to you you just stay grounded and know your worth in terms of the product that you're giving out and the service as well like value yourself value yourself Mm -hmm. you can't be short selling yourself so to speak because you're yeah because let's be honest here if somebody really wants your product they will pay for it they very oh of course of course like 120 dollars for a hoodie at aritzia people will pay for it Mm -hmm. mm-hmm So, we can't be short selling ourselves, and that goes for anybody with a passion, not just artists. If you do decide to start a business from your passion, you can't be short selling yourself because of the fear that you no can't one can buy it, it's not gonna work. Yeah, like it's and it's not just in terms of money, but it's in terms of character too. Don't change to fit just because you might get more people seeing you, or buying your stuff, or investing in you. I think you don't want people like that. You want people who will see your integrity, who will see what you're worth and make that decision for themselves if they want to buy your thing or hire you for this or whatever the case may be. And just apply that to obviously the passion that you have. But I think when you're in a business, especially when you're starting out and you're deciding to try and go for it, we are really vulnerable to switching up, to change this and to undercut. And don't do that. Don't do that. Think of a long run. Think of the longevity of your business and who you are and just get a foundation i always say um in a tree the roots grow first so then when bad things happen to that tree you can stay grounded it's the anchor so you figure out what you want to do figure out what you want to become what your business or whatever the case may be is you keep those roots down and let the leaves and let the leaves in the tree bear fruit after that Mm -hmm. and i think like even adding on to that I think your roots—you'll know when you find your passion, and the reason. Oh you yeah. It's because you'll be smack in the middle of doing it, and you'll be like, "Hold on, I'm doing work, but does it feel like I'm doing work?" Exactly. Like I exactly go
0: straight for a day, and it would not bother me because of the fact that I love what I'm doing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the kind. And it's of thing worth
1: it. It's very much worth it because that's where you reach a point in your life where you're like, "Okay, I have all this stuff I really like to do, but I love this." Yeah. With like my heart and soul into it, and then that's how Mm -hmm. you know when you're ready to like start pouring yourself into your art and your your music, your dance, your business, whatever you're doing. It's how you know when you start when you get that feeling. It's something that you can't really ever replace, and you just want to keep replicating it. Yep. I'll do a little tip drop right here. If you can, if you can envision yourself without it, then I wouldn't call it a passion. I would call it a hobby, something you can enjoy. But if you envision yourself and you can't envision yourself without doing that or being a part of that then I think you just found your passion right there exactly that's how you'll know you'll just know you won't even need to explain it to anybody people ask what's your passion you'll be able to say it no doubt no doubt art no doubt dance no doubt sports no doubt soccer whatever that is and it's not about when you have mm-hmm. a passion we decided to turn our businesses into passions because we chose to but when you mm-hmm. have a passion, you don't necessarily have to. It's a choice if you want to do that or not. It's not about the money. It's about loving what we do. And as much as I have art business, I don't do it for the money. And I'm sure you yeah. don't either. It's because we love it. It's the ability to share that with somebody else. Like, I remember when I, when I started selling my first mug. So the way I started my business was kind of not smart, but, you know, I took my first step. And I, I made mugs and I sold them. I made a design. I put, the, I made them to stickers. I put them on mugs and I sold them. I remember when I was getting orders for the first time. And I was kind of, I, I put the notice out there and then I stepped away from my phone, which was dumb because I had no confidence in myself. And my mom was like, yo, have you, have you even fixed your phone? I'm like, for what? What reason? And some people who wanted my mugs reached out to my mom. Like, hey, I texted whatever, I DM Simone, she hasn't responded. So I go to my phone, my phone's blowing up. And it wasn't just about, oh, look at these dollar signs. It was about people found value in something that I found value in and being able to share that. When I packaged those mugs, when I went to give them to people to see their faces, and I'm sure, Dream, you can say the same. It's the ability to to bring that into somebody's life and a passion, no matter what it is. Once you're reaching people on that scale, there's no other feeling in my opinion yep that certain look you see when somebody sees your work and you can see in their face that Mm -hmm. to a whole new extent it's like whoa I'm actually touching people with my work it's not a piece of a picture on a wall it's something that they'll actually value Mm -hmm. and even where was I going with this I had a thought process there for a second (gasps) oh my gosh Burn part. Ah. I forgot where I was going with this. Oh, yes, I remember now. You'll also find that your passion will be a reflection of you in the simplest. Mm, Good point. Mm -hmm. In the simplest terms, it will be a reflection of you. It will be something you look at and be like, that is me. That is one piece. In one word, that is me right there. Yeah. I when I used when I used to do dance, um, I remember when we were going on a competition, we just before we dance on stage my instructor would say leave it all on the floor leave it all on the floor and so I think you should apply that to everything when I do a commission or when I do a piece I leave it all on the paper when I write I leave it all on the paper like when you do that and then when you read it back or you play the tape back or you look at the piece again and you're like wow like I did that Like a piece of my heart is on that Mm -hmm. that's real Like even if you get mad or you're angry, no matter what, at the end of the day, you come back and you do this passion. That's me. Like for me, when I'm upset or if I'm irritated at somebody, I will pick up a paintbrush and it's like it's like all of the feelings and the emotion just goes into that brush. And you can Mm -hmm. what I find is that my mom has told me before when she sees me painting, it's like I'm quote unquote in my own world. Yeah, solely because I will be so focused on doing this one thing that all of the negative energy that I'm feeling at whatever moment, it will just blow away and be entirely replaced with positive vibes. 100%. 100%. I think, like, as we were saying, you know, your passion is connected to you. I say to myself, like, art is a state of mind for me. It's the way I think, it's the way I see the world, which makes actually doing the art even better. When I write, it's an extension of how I see the world, the message that I wanna share. And another tip I'm going drop right now is if your passion is only impacting you, I think there's a problem there. I feel like a passion's a two-way street. You feel fulfilled while you're fulfilling somebody else. And it doesn't matter what your passion happens to be. There's always an impact. There's always somebody watching. There's always somebody that you can reach, that you can touch, whether you're building a platform, whether that's through a business or through social media or whatever the case. Um, if you feel like your passion is not reaching somebody, then I think you need to reevaluate how you're using your passion. Mm-hmm. Find out how you can make it so that it's reaching somebody. Mm-hmm. And like in, in passions like sports, for example, in that whole concept of somebody's always watching you never know who yeah hiring like as an eight-year-old kid who loved soccer growing up I kid you not seeing older kids who are now my age 16 <laughs> right they so far away exactly right oh my gosh but yes yeah, seeing 16 year olds play soccer it was like mm-hmm. wow that could be me and it's yeah just a certain hope that comes with uh, seeing somebody doing something that they genuinely love and you're like yep. well, maybe I can find something that's like that for me mm-hmm. especially if you're going into a place that's um, difficult where people are doubting you it's really good to have somebody to look up to another tip I'm going to drop right now find someone or follow someone connect with someone who is in a similar lane if not the same as you that you want to be in You don't have to necessarily stalk them and, oh, be my mentor. If you have an opportunity, like if someone close to you that you know, go ahead and try that. But following those people and just seeing those people on your screen or wherever the case may be, having them in your ear, whether it's direct or indirect, um, it does provide the extra motivation for you to pursue your passion and work on that craft within it. Mm -hmm. Find that. It doesn't have to necessarily be, like you said, it doesn't have to necessarily be somebody you go up to and be like, hey, can you be my mentor? No. <laughs> yeah, teach me your ways. Please teach me your ways. <laughs> but yeah, it can just be somebody you just see every day or every other day. It doesn't have to be somebody you actually personally know either. You mm-hmm. find on YouTube, Google, we have social media. It's not yeah. We can find somebody, everybody can find somebody that they admire in their passion. 100%. And, that, and I think that will change how you approach the possibility of you pursuing a passion. Like it's just, like I said, it's just a whole new level of motivation, a whole new level of inspiration. Mm-hmm. And on another tip on that note, um, hmm. finding your passion, I think you need to be able to give yourself that space to build that journey. Like, as we both said, our journeys, our finding our passion didn't just start at, like, eight years old. Amen. That was, yep. like, you have to be willing to give yourself that space. Don't be too hard on yourself if you don't know what you're doing at this moment. We've mm-hmm. all been here. We still don't even know what we're doing half the time. I have no clue. I'm winging it. <laughs> I'm full on just, like, painting something, no clue what's gonna turn out to be. Nothing. Trust the process. <laughs> That's why I be saying all the time. Hope it works out, you know? Yep. It, works, it, works out, it doesn't work out, but I hope it does. Mm-hmm. So you just really have to be lenient with yourself. Don't pressure yourself to find your passion. Don't feel like you have to find your passion like right at this age. You have time. Yeah. Mean, it will change and mature. Exactly. And some people don't find their passion until they're like 75. And your passion may change as you grow older and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. Like you don't yeah. have to feel like you have to fit this bubble of what your passion should be when it should be that. Yeah, give your give your gift room to grow, and you'll see the you'll see the change. But I'm gonna drop another tip on that tip. Um, like we said, your passion and your gifts will grow and mature as you grow and mature. But if you have an idea that you really really think is good, don't wait on it. Don't wait until you're old and wrinkly to start that, because I feel like when you have ideas, when you get to that space where oh my gosh, this could be really good there's a window of action and if you wait too long you're going to regret it like I said at the beginning take that step take that step whether it's small whether it's telling a friend about it to keep you accountable to remind you later on you make sure that you get that out there someone write it down because you don't want to have to look back and say yo I should have done that or I could have done that Mm -hmm. like there's this saying too uh God gives you opportunities okay but when he gives you when he gives you opportunities I think what most people forget is when he gives you those opportunities you have to be ready to take them mm-hmm. or he'll find somebody else it's the That's real exactly. it's the real it's the like, real ooh, like, I can't tell you God how has a timeline time too. Man, I can't tell you how many times I've sat here and been like I should have done that because now I mm-hmm. Can't. Mm-hmm.
0: you can't be sitting there expecting to receive all these opportunities but not be ready to take any
1: of them we're not taking your own action exactly
0: so your passion may be in one of those opportunities. So people, tip there. If you don't know what your passion is yet, try everything. Like, full on try everything. Literally.
1: So try. Anything you feel like you could you could pursue, try that. Crochet, like, knit, yeah. knit, everything. Because there's a way to make your own and there's a way to be successful at it. At anything. Mm-hmm. You can definitely, like, you can literally be the best at anything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sure. And no, so It's not about being the best, but you can literally do anything and make it your yeah. business or your passion if that's what you want to do. 100%. 100%. And I'm going add another tip. I'm going to add another tip. When you have a passion that you are genuinely like, this, this is it for me, check the people who are around you, okay? Check your friends. If you need to do an edit, go ahead and edit. Like, if some people need to go, somebody need put on pause We'll get back to you, try that. Because what you don't want to do is find something that your heart is in and then have people who you trust. Cool, I'm doing air quotes right now. to Trust and talking about how, oh, you shouldn't do this or let's try something else. Da, 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 da. No, you need people who will be real with you. Okay, honest. If your idea sucks, then they'll tell you, okay, not trying to be rude, but this is dumb. Get back to the drawing board. Or if they genuinely believe in you, that they will voice that and they won't just support you or they won't just, oh, but they'll be there for you, like ride or die. Mm -hmm. And I think as you get older, you see that and you change. I feel like when you get older, your your friend groups, they get smaller because you're getting more intentional. But if you have any passion, you make sure that you surround yourself with people who are down until the wheels fall off. I always say I'm down with you until the wheels fall off. And even then, we'll just keep walking. We'll just walk the rest (laughs) of the way. Because you don't need people who will flake. You don't need people who will leave you when it's hard, come back when it's doing good. None of that. Real people only. And you will see the difference. And not just you, but how your passion interacts within you and with other people. Mm-hmm. And we kind of touched on this in the last episode, actually. But making sure you really surround yourself with those people who are mm-hmm. bag. Like, I can't tell you how many times you're going to you're going to encounter people who you tell them your idea they're going to be like oh that sucks or be like oh oh, that sucks in like a way like okay you need to revamp that oh that sucks Mm -hmm. Mm I shouldn't be doing it you You don't need that like you
0: need people who like I know if I bring my art system and art is a very touchy subject most of you know some artists get like really touchy about their art really
1: emotional you have to learn to allow critique Mm -hmm. it's a growing process even for me I'm like you know what I don't care what you just said right there but just, yeah, let it, mm-hmm. that'd be cool. Like, Set so your like, ego down.
0: Like, I pull on a note. If I bring my art system and I ask her for her opinion,
1: she'll be honest, but she won't be in a way that'll like mentally damage me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, they really won't ever really take ever again.
1: My purpose in life. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> but on a real, on a serious note, you need to find those people who are going to have your back, who are going to support you regardless, and who yeah. are going to follow you. As you said, my dad always tells me this all the time. You need people who are going to be there with you, even when you're at your lowest point, and not just come running back when you're at your high point. Mm-hmm. And they find out you're making all this money or you're doing so well in business. Yep. Back to you? No. Cut. Make your Don't money. do that. And my mom always tells me, you slot people. So if people do that and you, you allow them to still do that next time, mm-hmm. next time, my mom always also says, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Or no, sorry, that goes the other way. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. So if you fool me two times with the same actions, that's my fault. And that mm-hmm. means I need to make the decision. Check myself and the that's yeah. I was on that's, on that's on me. You, be. Mm-hmm. you know, you can't just keep the same people in your life when they've had the same repetitive behavior and expect yep. to change. Three times the pattern, people. Watch out for that. Three mm-hmm. times. Because people cute. out here, they snakes out here, man. There are there are good people. There are diamonds in this rough, but there are snakes too. So you better be careful. Especially when you have a real gift that can really do something in this world. Mm-hmm. Watch when people just wanna come around you. Like when you have a good, good like vibe, honestly. Mm-hmm. When you when you're gonna people wanna be around you, you be careful because when people come to you and whatever, mm-hmm. you gotta check those people at the door, like security. <laughs> Mm -hmm. They might be cold, but not everybody's going to want to see you do well. Yeah. They're going to use you as a stepping stool, step on you to get to where they want to go. And that's not cool. We ain't about that life. We really aren't. Like, Mm -mm. when you find that passion, you need to scan your circle to see who's going to who's Yeah. Yeah, this isn't just about, you know, hitting a mine and finding, oh my gosh, this, this isn't just about the fine. This is about the rest of your life like a passion is who you are like we said before it is something you cannot live without and it's a part of you and so when you go ahead and you trust yourself with people who cannot be trusted you're not just risking yourself but you're risking that passion you're risking how much impact you can have on other people by putting something valuable in the hands of somebody who's clumsy
0: mm-hmm. and when we say finding your passion sure there's the common aspect
1: of finding out what you want to do in your life. But there's much more to it. That's what we've been talking about this whole time. It's mm-hmm. not about finding that what you want to do. It's about really screening yourself and the people around you. To make sure you're prepared to do it. Yeah. This is just a career talk. This is the passion. This is this is deeper than that. Mm-hmm. This is something that will live beyond you, you know? That legacy, that legacy. What's that quote by Maya Angelo? The one it goes, your legacy is the number of lives you touch. Mm-hmm. Passion for me that exactly when I people, that fully means she's talking about passion exactly those are the things that i left behind and i know you guys probably will click on this episode didn't expect it to get this deep but honestly <laughs> on the real life this is this is how it is and especially when they can you know, worry people always say we're young you can do whatever you want and whatever so let's be intentional about it youth is quite temporary Yep. I think I'm old, I'm 16. I remember when I was eight and I wanted <laughs> to be here. I'm like, you know what? Let's go back to being me. Let's go back. let you know, imagining what it's going to be like to be 16. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And now I'm like, you know what? I was a little bit, a little bit too antsy. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we have to use that to, to our advantage and we have to be able to, yes, you'll change, but there are certain things that shouldn't. Your character, what you're about you know, those things need to stay ten toes. Like, you don't need to be wavering around and, oh, let's try this and let's do that. Nah, man. And then when you add a passion on top of that, now you gotta put it with your life. Like, that's like, like Dream said, that's your legacy right there. And you have to hold that to the highest value. Yep. And to be honest,
0: I didn't expect this conversation to get this.
1: Nope. not the highest
0: you no, <laughs> all know like this isn't scripted questions none of this is scripted we're just having this casual conversation literally
1: this is me this is basically how me and dream talk like 90 percent of the time <laughs> like, yep.
0: this is us. it's never
1: it's never a oh how are you how's was your day it will start like that and next you know we're getting deep about like what will happen and this that and the other what's going on in the world I'm like yo oh, seriously <laughs> like, okay Whoa, what's
0: your favorite color? No. <laughs> we one, go all the way deep, man. Since day one, this is, this is how our conversations have been. And that's why we... Always. This is why we feel the need to bring it to you guys, too.
1: hmm
0: Because you guys need to hear this, too. It's not just... Obviously. And I know some people will be like, oh, you're young, you're youth, you're 16 years old, you may not know what you're talking about. No. We're very well aware of what we mean.
1: Yeah, we know enough. <laughs> we know enough to speak on... Who we, um, who we are and what we need in life and yeah, don't let anybody discredit you Especially, yeah, like you said you put up a good point, I'm going to drop a tip right now youth, man people will look at you and be like oh my gosh, you're so young for this or da, 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 da. man, that's people's biggest excuse for everything, you're so young for this da, da, da. like, don't let people live their life through you, don't do that, don't let people say, oh maybe you should hold up a little bit I don't say it's being illegal because obviously there's there's age limits and stuff. But (laughs) but in general when you're finding your passion, people will say you're too young. It's not enough. If you need to or you need to read more, then read more. Get a book, read something, educate yourself, hone your craft and work on your craft because you know, people don't have the right to tell you which passion you should and should not pursue. Yep because that should be a crime. It should be a crime. Because there's so many people who could probably say, I could have been a great at something, but I listened to somebody else who said, oh, I was too young, I was not enough of this, da-da-da, and now I'm doing this job or in this career, that's maybe good, paying the bills, but I'm not fulfilled in life. No. two tips on that note. hmm First one, there was something you said that made me just be like, whoa, I can't remember what it is, so I'll go to the second one first. Hopefully I'll remember. The first one
0: on the whole concept of many people being like oh I never got to do this da, da, da.
1: do you know where the most dreams die eh. cemetery because nope. a lot of people go without actually having to their dreams or a mm-hmm. um, and I don't want I don't know about you guys but I don't want to go <laughs> looking back in that last few seconds of my life thinking okay but I the- the- mm-hmm. done that. wish I did that wish I did this no i refuse i absolutely refuse especially on the big things that's gonna weigh you down <laughs> talk about rest in peace it's gonna be difficult for you yeah. if you could have done something really big and you didn't yeah on the but real you're too scared don't be too scared to chase your passion or find out what it is please mm-hmm. it's true fear is the biggest deterrent don't let anyone tell you different fear time. and laziness mm-hmm. those two man Yep. Those two will take your life and take everything. Like that's mm-hmm. what Hayathy said. Surround yourself with people who will check you and tell you, look, you haven't done this in a while. Mm-hmm. How are you supposed to get good at it if you don't practice? Like life you is- need those type of people around.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Life is too short for that. And I did just remembered the second point. There we go. Go ahead. You can't <laughs> you
1: have to in order to really become good at your passion, it's one thing to have the passion, okay? But honing your craft on top of what Sam was saying earlier, you can't mm-hmm. not practice your craft
0: literally every day or every other mm-hmm. day and then wonder why you're not getting better. Yep. That's not going to work. It's really not.
1: Like, I can tell you, I, can do, I have a real life example. There was a phase in my life where I just drifted from drawing mm-hmm. only because... Life, I used to, my excuse was life got busy. We don't even get into that. But. Ain't that everybody's excuse, <laughs> <laughs> ma'am? Six months later, six months later, and I can honestly tell you, I could see the difference in my drawing
0: and how mm-hmm. I don't want to say how worse it
1: got, but I'm a good But I could see the difference in how could have been better. <laughs> like I could have done this better. I could. Like, what is this, ma'am? And you know what the thing is. Once after that six months period happened, I started drawing again. Like I said, I could see it, right? But even mm-hmm. now, I feel like I can still see the difference between how I am now yep. it was before that six months period happened. Because it's like I'm still building back up into that. Mm-hmm. that I thought I was right. And for real, people say how many, I don't remember how many hours they say it takes to master anything. But the point is, it's a lot. <laughs> I know what you're saying though. Yeah, 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 It's quite a bit. It's quite a bit. It's a majority of the day. So please, don't do what I
0: did and not practice your craft for like months at a time and come back mm-hmm. and like, oh, why isn't my craft that good?
1: Because. Yep. 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 Time. Time can do many things. Mm-hmm. It can help you and it cannot. Yep. <laughs> Let's just say it like that. Keep it simple. That's the best way to describe it. For real. Now I had another tip on that tip. Um, a passion can consume your life very, very quickly. Especially if you've done what we suggested, and you start to the people who are hounding you, and get you on that, it can definitely take up your life. And one thing that I'm learning right now is order. Order. People always say balance, but now I'm like order. Where's my priorities? What comes first? What can I save for tomorrow? Like literally save for tomorrow. Not procrastination. I'll do tomorrow. Like, no, this can be for tomorrow. Yes. Like, I like a lot of people. They throw themselves into their passion. And they get really, really good. They get really, really good. And they are definitely the greats. I think you could think of anybody who's in that definition of, they just threw themselves into that craft and they've become a great. However, the rest of their life withered away. People left, things weren't, relationships weren't maintained. Their mental health was not considered. Um, And I think for anyone who's looking to take their passion on a serious level, consider those things consider the health of your relationships consider your personal health on every level physically emotionally mentally spiritually because you you don't want to to deteriorate and say your excuse was I was too busy working too hard you know like we're you're only human so make sure you're giving back to yourself And you need to be able like you said, you need to be able to really find that balance between Mm -hmm. enough sacrifice and too much sacrifice. Yeah, the sweet spot. Exactly. Like, you can't be, as much as we're saying, pursue your passion. Do you think that either of us is sacrificing our mental health? No. (laughs) No, It's not going to happen because how can you, even in regards to people and relationships, how can you expect to be good for anybody else if you're not good for yourself? amen preach that word girl and on, on that note, real you can't be chasing your passion at the expense of your mental health like mm-hmm. yes chase your passion put in that effort but know when you need a break know it's the right time to break I remember take a time back- out yep exactly and i remember back in the summer when i was swamped with orders i was doing personal portraits and cartoon pictures and paintings just for people and i had backed up and on top of that i was doing summer school so, you t- right? <laughs> uh, you had me at summer school, girl. I'm like, yup, I know. I yeah. know that. You need to be able to find that balance
0: between work, relax, and school. Mm-hmm. To, now, I'm taking my master is physics and English. English is easy. Physics, oh, that course is hard. Ooh.
1: You need to be able Ooh. to find
0: that balance.
1: Like, I barely have time, but you need to be able to find that balance. Mm-hmm. Passion, your work, and that sweet spot where it's just you. That self- That sweet spot It's, because It's 'cause it's you'll realize how important you are to actually do your passion once you start to see that you are deteriorating. Like I think a lot of the time, think, okay, we'll just go back, smile, go the extra mile. I have a friend who works the hardest worker I know. Like, but the way they go at it is like I'll I'll be okay. Like, but you haven't slept like you don't sleep when's the last time you had a snack (laughs) like uh and you always say no we'll be okay it's gonna be okay but i'm like no no because i'm looking at you and how you're describing how your day is gone and this doesn't look like okay to me and how are you supposed to perform at the level you want to perform if you're sacrificing yourself trying to get there exactly the the math isn't add up for me and it shouldn't add up for you either
0: yep and on that topic of burnout, we're gonna, we're gonna definitely be covering that more in a future episode. I have one planned for that.
1: But yeah, it's important. It really is. You just need to, especially with
0: COVID. I find I'm busier now than I ever was
1: pre-COVID. Preach. <laughs> on the real, because like, I think at the beginning it was all funny games, and now I'm like, yo, huh? when did I become so busy? Like it's supposed no. to be a prolonged vacation, right? <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm like, when did all this happen? Mm-hmm. It's reminding me of real life. <laughs> what? Ooh, ooh. But
0: yeah, you really just need to find that passion, but find yourself and mm-hmm. find that room for self-care for yourself too.
1: And you'll you'll learn a lot about yourself once you've locked in on your passion. I think. I think I've learned a lot about me and how I think. Yep. Once I started you know, combining that with the passion that I have and the passions that I have. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's an elevating thing. Like you just, you just realize that you on, you know when people say things like level up, you yep, feel it, up. you feel yourself like, <laughs> dang, like I've just leveled up. Like in mm-hmm. a video game, like you feel good, that you made that level. It's a real mm-hmm. thing. It's a real feeling. I promise you, I promise oh you God. that.
0: That is the best reference I've ever heard. I'm going to use that.
1: Yup, oh. it's the realest thing like the song level up. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. And it's really it's not just a it's not just a thing people say. It's a real thing. And if you find that you are plateauing, like I used to think that when you were in a graph, when you plateaued that it was actually a good thing. I was so focused on well, we're not getting worse. So you know it's a good thing to plateau. My guy's like no, that means you're not doing anything. You're just stuck. And it's like you don't want to plateau. You want to at least try to make sure that you are constantly leveling up, constantly improving, um, and to bring those little victories along the way. Yep.
0: And learning about
1: yourself. I can tell you, when I look at, even when I look at my own art, I'm sitting here, I'm like, this shows a lot of me. Uh-huh. My so- Obviously, my creative streaks, I have to be inspired in order for me to truly create something I think is a work, or I personally think is a work of art. I have uh-huh. to be inspired. And I found that throughout my entire painting journey even I've related that to school I can see how my mind works what kind of learner I am what yeah. I am about in my artwork what I paint about what I draw about anything about myself you can see through my yep. art yeah my dad I realized I, realize I had deep conversations with my dad but that's a pretty wise dude <laughs> yeah. and I was talking to him and I was just talking about like you know my art and how I wanted to improve and how, you know, I like I to ramble on, I think a lot, a lot of the times. So he was like, just ask yourself who you are, what kind of world do you live in? What do you want people to know about you? And what do you want to say about the world that you live in? Those are the four questions he said. Every time you go to write something, every time you go to speak somewhere, or are you go to draw something, create something. Ask yourself that question. And like you said, that's the inspiration piece. You find yourself inspired. Okay, who am I? You know, what is, the, what is this speaking? What message do I want to convey right here, right now? It doesn't just have to be anything artsy, but just in general, when you step onto the court, onto the field, when you go ahead and do whatever on stage, whatever you might do when you step up to the mic to do anything, to say anything. You in that moment have a chance to touch someone and to say something important. So don't sound like white noise because we have enough people in the world doing that already. Exactly. We have so much, as teens, we're exposed to so much. I think the one thing we need to Mm -hmm. not do is limit ourselves. Yeah. We have to be able to acknowledge what we want for ourselves and how we're going to achieve that Mm -hmm. real and don't get caught up in society and what it says you have to do to be successful Mm -hmm. because it doesn't it tells you what you do to get the followers and to get the recognition but it never tells you about the sacrifices that you have to make. And it's beyond the sacrifice, like, okay, I won't watch Netflix instead, I'm gonna work on my craft. No, it's sacrifice in terms of, I wanna sacrifice my integrity so I can do this, whatever. They don't tell you about the gravity of the sacrifice you have to take. And so stay true to yourself above anything and you'll see the, like, the honesty in your passion really show up. People will appreciate that more than anything the more true to yourself you stay the more your passion will reflect that mm-hmm. the more true to yourself you stay the more you'll see your passion grow that's the real talk about it all yeah it's it's, it's hard I think people don't understand how difficult it is but I think it's worth it I do think yeah. it's worth it oh yeah Definitely. Like, I can tell you, if I didn't have art, I don't know if I'd be half the person I am today. Just, <sighs> it's your passion really does impact you to a whole new extent than anything you've ever seen before. Yeah, it it really does build you and it does create you. I think for real. Once you see your passion, once you see somebody else discovering theirs, it's like, wow, there's a mm-hmm. power in this whole concept, and it, and you can see it in other people, like them just becoming more of themselves it almost feels mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. wow we got real teeth though oh my gosh we started off so oh so light i don't know how we got here but i'm happy that we did yeah, i think we, we always... did touch on some good things here man we always do this like every time and we talked forever oh my goodness <laughs> it's like what's happening this is supposed to be a check-in of how were you doing today
0: but before we wrap up, I have one question for you. You've kind of already touched on it, but what
1: is your favorite quote in the concept of finding your passion? My favorite quote? Now I'm scanning my head, okay, which one am I gonna use? Which one am I gonna use? Which <laughs> one Well, um, okay, it's a Bible verse and I cannot remember for the life of me where it's from. Forgive me, God but um, it's your gift will make room for you. And every time I get discouraged, every time I second guess, if I want to pursue something, if my passion is really worth all of this, you know, I just remember my gift will make room for me. In which that, what that means is you have to take that first step. You want to make sure that like we've talked about, make sure you're practicing, make sure you're keeping yourself honest. you got people around you that will hold you down. All of those things make sure you hone your passion hone your gift and you will see opportunities come to you always put yourself in the position get ready to work get ready to commit and people will come to you and you even have the courage to create opportunities for yourself mm-hmm. yep. so yes that I would say yeah. is my answer Sweet. Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. For me, it would be, I have two, Bible verse, I think, I really don't want to
0: quote this wrong.
1: Okay. I know. Honestly, quote the Bible, you feel so bad when you miss quote, you don't remember where it's from.
0: Yeah. And it's such but a simple, it's,
1: like, it's, it's such a simple uh, verse. I just always switch up the numbers. So I one, to double check. Okay. Yes. Philippians 4.13. <laughs> I know it's simple, but I'm going to mix up the numbers. That's funny. <laughs> Ah. I mean, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That just really gives me the courage to always pursue. Mm-hmm. I want to. Yeah. Then in regards to quotes, Maya Angelou. I already said it, but your legacy is the number of lives you touch. For me, that that I reflect that in everything I do. If I do something and it's only benefiting me and not others, I don't want to do it. Yeah, it doesn't feel right. Unless it's like me growing myself, like personally, my, my, my mentality and such. Otherwise, I don't really want to because like, you know, you always want to try and help people in any way you can. Yeah, and empower them. And it's it's crazy because, you know, I remember I was just to wrap up. I, remember I, was, I was on a call with other people and I remember we were talking about, OK, who is someone that you admire or something that you appreciate? And one of the girls said, Oh yes, no, I think you would be with somebody that I appreciate. And I'm like, what? I and I didn't really know her, like I knew of her and we talked like a little, you know, how are you? How's it going? And she's like, Yeah, just you pursuing your art and you sharing it with other people has inspired me as an artist to do the same. And I'm like, Well dang, thank you. Go ahead, do your thing, girl. And it it was just, it was just an empowering moment for me to know that to other people just to know that there is somebody who appreciates what you do, mm-hmm. who appreciates you going outside of your comfort zone, or stretching your comfort box yep. and saying, you know, I'm going to try this or I'm going to commit to this. There is whether they tell you or not, know that there is someone that you are reaching. And that is a great feeling. There you go, people. Right there. That's it. That's it. Right there. Whether you know, <coughs> know it or not, you're always touching somebody's life. You're always affecting somebody's life. Mm-hmm. So your influence is more powerful than you think. So don't be afraid to be that example for people. Find that path. Yep. Chase it. Pursue it. And help others do the same. Perfectly said. Thank you. And <laughs> I, kind of, I think that's the perfect spot to close. I just want to say thank you so much for having me. Honestly, like I said before, when you reached out and asked me to be on an episode that we were releasing on our birth month. Oh my gosh, I was just, I was just so happy to be able to have a conversation with you on something that I think we both have talked about before and just touched on in our long, lengthy conversations. But I hope to be back. I really, I had the best of the time, had the best time here with you and i hope that anybody listening to this have at least taken one of our many tips that we scrambled around in the our conversation many <laughs> our many tips and words of wisdom just to help out and hopefully that has helped you in pursuing and finding your passion on that note thank you so much for coming thank oh you for having goodness. me i'm definitely gonna have you on for a future episodes. episode oh i'm here for a girl like i said my is always on <laughs> tell me when and i'm down Yes, ma'am. Bye, Backstage
0: Talk. Bye. I'll be back on Sunday, July 4th, 2021 with a brand new episode and a new guest to talk about burnout and lack of inspiration, something we've all experienced at one point or another, especially with the current pandemic environment. Thanks for listening. Bye, Backstage Talk. See you soon.